0: Welcome to the Multifamily Wealth Podcast. I'm your host, Axel Ragnarsson, and on this show, I dissect how seasoned multifamily investors started, built, and scaled their businesses. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another quick solo episode here on the Multifamily Wealth Podcast. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about the importance behind using yield on cost, when underwriting potential multifamily acquisitions and why this can really simplify your underwriting. And this is something that I've talked about on the podcast before. However, it was a few months ago. And uh what's spurring this episode or what's spurring me to revisit this topic is because I put a post up on Instagram recently uh walking through how I underwrote a deal that we were looking at. And very simply, just discussing how we use stabilized yield on cost and how we compare it to the market cap, right, to determine if a deal fits our investment criteria and to just determine if it's a good deal or not, right, to do some quick back of the napkin underwriting. And I received a number of messages from folks that uh, were, you know, basically totally confused by this concept and to, to whom this concept was totally foreign to. And although I've talked about it already on the podcast, I want to discuss it again because it is something that we use every single day in our business when looking at deals. Like This is a core component of our business. And I think it's the easiest way to underwrite deals in an expedited fashion. Right, This is not the end-all, be-all from an underwriting standpoint, but this is what quickly tells you whether a deal makes sense to pursue further or not. So I want to discuss this topic again. And then I also want to share some details on our latest investment opportunity, which is a 45-unit B-class value-add multifamily project in Manchester, New Hampshire and I'll get to that at the end of this episode. But first, let me uh I guess re uh rediscuss how we use yield on cost to underwrite deals and run through uh, the importance of using yield on cost when underwriting deals. So, first things first, what is yield on cost? Let's define the terms that we're using here. Yield on cost is a calculation that an investor can use to determine what the return on their cost into a deal is at a given point in time. And we use this to determine, okay, so we have all of this money that goes into the deal. We have our purchase price. We have our uh, you know, our renovations, our CapEx budget, and we're all into the deal at some number. And as a result of that, what is the NOI that the property is producing after we're done with all of this, right? What is the actual net operating income? What is the income minus expenses? Uh, this has nothing to do with debt. We are not factoring in debt here because that is a separate component to this process but when we're calculating yield on cost, we just want to know what are all the costs that we have in this property, and then what is it producing from an NOI standpoint? And then we can take a look at what our what our return on cost would be, our yield on cost. And very simply, um, you know, it's like, what would your return be if you paid all cash for this property? So I'm going to use some examples here to demonstrate this, and then I'm going to talk about how we uh, use it in relation to a market cap rate to determine if a deal makes sense to pursue further. So I'm actually going to use the deal that we are raising capital for in Manchester as an example, because it very clearly illustrates what we're talking about here. So we are paying $6.5 million for this property in Manchester, and we have a CapEx budget of $375,000. So in total, we are going to be into this property for Six million eight hundred seventy-five thousand. Those are our costs into this deal. We are leaving closing costs out of this calculation for the time being, and you know any holding or interest costs. But from a pure basis standpoint, from a cost basis standpoint, purchase price plus renovations. This is what we are into this property for: six million eight hundred seventy-five thousand, or what we project we will be into it for. Right? This is a projection, and as a result of that, we're going to be taking rents to an average of sixteen thirteen per unit. This is our actual underwriting on this deal. And that is um, uh, so. I mean, that's our average rent is going to be one thousand six hundred thirteen dollars. And then after we allocate uh, money aside for vacancy, which you know we use seven percent for both vacancy, physical vacancy, economic uh, vacancy, and also bad debt. So we use seven percent off of our top line income. So we have gross income after uh, removing vacancy bad debt of eight hundred and twenty thousand in a given calendar year. Now, after we remo- remove expenses and you know this deal, we low thirties expense ratio. We're left with a stabilized NOI of five hundred and sixty thousand dollars. So, after we spend six and a half million dollars on the property, we invest three hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars into it, and we're into the deal for six million eight hundred seventy-five thousand. We're left with a projected net operating income at that point of five hundred and sixty thousand dollars. So, what do we do now? We take that five sixty. That's the numerator. We divide it by Six million eight hundred seventy-five thousand, which is our all-in cost, and we're left with a yield on cost of eight point one five percent. So, if we were to pay all cash for this deal, you know, we would be earning eight, you know, eight point one five percent. And in reality, it would be a little bit lower because we would have closing costs, etc. But for this calculation purpose, we are just using our all-in cost basis. So, again, because we're just trying to do some back of the napkin underwriting here. So now we can compare this to the current market cap rates and understand if we're getting a good deal or not, right? And what we look for is a spread of 2%, right? We look for 2%, 200 basis points, but realistically speaking, anything over 150 basis points, 1.5% is going to justify us looking further into this deal. And it's going to justify a further analysis because if you're achieving that significant of a margin between your yield on cost and the market cap rate you've created some value, right? And you've created meaningful value. So let's actually look at the math here. So current market cap rate in this neighborhood in Manchester for this product type is 6%. Um, So we look at 8.15% over six, that's a spread of 200 plus basis points. We like this. So let's actually assign some math so that we can conceptualize this further. So if we take our NOI of $560,000 divided by the market cap rate of six, we are now left with a stabilized value of 9.3 million dollars. Now, you know, we can compare that 9.3 to the 6.875 that we're into the deal for. Obviously, we've created some margin here. We've created spread, we've created value, and this is a compelling deal. Now, if we want to make some adjustments given, you know, what we think the market environment will be when we're, you know, when we're done with these renovations in two years, or we just want to be conservative, we can play with that market cap rate, right? Let's say the market cap is 6.5 in a couple of years. Well, and then, you know the a six point five cap valuation on five hundred sixty thousand dollars in NOI gives us an, gives us an eight point six million dollar value, right? Eight point six, still a healthy margin over six point eight, and we should probably take a look at this deal a little bit further. So you can begin to play with these numbers, but the conceptual understanding is the same. What is your yield on cost, and how does that relate to the market cap rate? That is the singular focus, right? And you can adjust this for the risk or how good of a deal that you want to get. So let's say you're, you're only interested in doing home run glance, uh, grand slam deals, for example. You might only do deals where you have a spread of 250 basis points between the two, right? Because then you're you're creating 30 35% over your all-in cost basis and value most likely, if not more. And that's going to allow you to take all your money out and then some, right? That could be your, your internal underwriting criteria. Let's say your return requirements aren't that high. Maybe you're looking for 100, 150 basis points spread or something like that and you're still creating value and you're creating margin. Um but you're, you know, you're interested in hitting singles and doubles, you're not just only interested in hitting home runs. Or if you want to adjust the base cap rate up from what it is right now because you think the market's going to tank in a year, so you know, maybe the market cap rate is 6 but you are going to use 7 as the as the baseline for what spread you're trying to achieve that allows you to build in some, you know, some margin there as well. So, to make a very long story short, because this is much more simplified than how long I'm taking to explain it, it's just underwrite your yield on costs compared to your market cap, right? And that's going to give you uh some some further analysis on your all-in costs versus the stabilized value of the property. And it's very very surprising to me how many people don't use this in their business because it is a very very simplified easy and quick way to underwrite deals. Now, no, this is not a cash flow calculation, right? This is not going to tell you what your cash on cash return is, your IRR is. You know, it's not going to, it doesn't take into account debt, doesn't take into account financing. Just tells you all in cost versus what it's worth when it's done. And if you think you want to take a deeper look at a deal that, that is fitting this criteria, then you can get into a model and you can start modeling out the cash flow dependent on the debt that you use. And you can figure out what your debt service coverage ratio is and all of these other things, right? But this is the foundational calculation that tells you what we all want to know when we're investing in value-add deals. What am I spending on the project? What's it worth when I'm done? And this tells us that. So to make a long story short here, um, I highly encourage you to use this in your business because it's a very, very quick analysis and it's going to help you underwrite deals very, very quickly and with a very clear lens. Now, I'd also like to share a little bit more information about the project that we are now raising capital for. Um, we have been busting our butt trying to find deals in 2023. This is actually the first deal that we've gotten under contract this year, which is as long as we've ever gone in our business without doing a deal. This is the longest period or longest drought, I should say, we've had in our business because our underwriting is just getting more and more strict given where the market is. But um, partner and I put this property under contract. It's in an A. A plus location here in Manchester in an incredible location. The property is a, you know, B minus property that we're going to be improving into a BP plus property. Um, very simple, simple uh, value add business plan with minimal capex. This is mainly a management play. We're buying it from a uh mom and pop owner uh, who we've bought properties from in the past, so this is a true off-market deal. And uh and this is an opportunity that is extraordinarily hard to come by nowadays. And uh, from a risk profile standpoint, this is a rinse and repeat deal, not a lot of moving parts. um, And it's going to be hard for us to miss here, honestly. Um, So this is going to be a syndication, seven and a half pref, 60-40 split, uh, 60 to LPs, 40 to GPs. We have an acquisition fee, but no other fees outside of that. So our incentives are very much aligned with our investors and we're going to be co-investing as well. Uh, If this is a, a deal that interests you as a passive investor, um, please refer to the show notes here because I'm going to be linking the OM, I'm going to be linking um, the deal room, and I'll also be linking uh, basically a calendar link if you want to hop on and talk to, to me about this deal personally. And um, I'm also going to include some language about the projected returns uh, in the in the OM, of course, as well. And I might include it in the show notes here as well. But again, this is a 5060 syndication open to accredited investors only. And uh, for those of you that are looking to put some capital to work um, while you're looking for your own active deals, or you just want to partner with a great operator who has a really, really uh, well solidified presence in this market, uh, then certainly reach out. But again, I hope this episode was of value to all of you listening, and I'll catch you guys on the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode on the Multifamily Wealth Podcast. If you learned something new during the show, please consider sharing this episode with a friend, family member, or business partner or just leaving a rating and review as it helps the show get noticed by more folks. Catch you next week.